Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Good Sunday morning to you, my friend. And welcome home. I'm Dean Sharp, the house whisperer, builder, custom home designer, here for you like I am every weekend. Uh, Sundays from 9 to 11, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8 for you early risers. And uh, what am I doing here? I don't know. I think we all know that. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, no, no. I'm here as an advocate for you. during your construction process as a design mentor for you. So you get it right because design matters most is what we like to say around here. And, you know, just your friend uh, as you take on the noble, I believe, very noble work of turning your ordinary house into an extraordinary home. The team is uh, assembled. Uh, Misty, the boss, our producer, she is ready to take your calls, holding it all together with all her might. Jawan Brown, Dr. Brown is on the board. Rob Newton is on the news. Hey, Rob, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> you know, that's the very definition of leaning in. I mean, it really is. What's up? Uh, Tina, my better half, my best buddy in all the world is around here somewhere. She is not in studio with me at the moment. I think she is. Is she, is she making bacon? It's possible. She may be making bacon. All right. We're all here. Let's get to it. Uh, I also have a, a couple of very special guests in studio with me this morning, because if you heard yesterday's show, you know this already this weekend, we are talking about remodels gone right. That's the theme of the show. Now, yesterday, I spent some time uh, talking about principles of uh, making your remodel all that it can and should be, preparing for it the right way. And we talked about the four big hurdles that get in the way of a successful remodel. And uh, so if you missed that, please go back, listen to the podcast, and uh, you'll catch up with where we're at. And uh, yesterday, I promised that today we would have a real-life, living, breathing examples of a remodel gone right. And the reason I'm doing this, I do it every few months. We do a remodels gone right show where not only do I discuss principles, but I also uh, like to bring in some guests in studio is because 
Everybody hears bad news about construction. Everybody has horror stories that they've heard, you know, and half of it is because, you know, bad news is more fun to circulate uh, in our world and moves faster than good news, right? Uh, that's true. The other reason, though, uh, that we do remodels gone right is, you know, you can only learn so much from horror stories that other people have told. It is far better to have a positive example set for you. It's far better to learn the things that you should do, not just the things that you shouldn't do. And that's what we're about today. So with that, I'm gonna introduce my very special guests. They are clients of mine. Uh, David and Catherine Massey are sitting here, COVID-free, sitting across the table safely. Tina's just yakking now in the background. Hi, good morning. You wanna say good morning to everybody? Good morning, everybody. Okay, well, there she is. Uh, David and Catherine, welcome home. Good morning, Dean. How are you? Good morning. You guys look half asleep. You really do. <laughs> you look very relaxed, so I'm going to take that as a compliment, but also uh, a little sleepy. So we'll get there. Just a little. Okay. So uh, David and Catherine uh, are clients of ours, design clients, and uh, good friends. They are just wrapping up. Now, they're not done with their remodel yet. They are wrapping up what we're calling phase one, which, uh, and you guys can tell this story, which started out involving a trash compactor and evolved to the entire first floor of your house. And now uh, the second floor, we're doing some stuff there too, but we're giving a little break, a little pause. We'll definitely get phase one done first, and then we're going to move up to uh, the second floor. So one of you, either of you, both of you, uh, so tell us the situation. Uh, what's the house? How big is the house? How long have you guys lived in the house? What was wrong with, you know, just give us a insights as to how we got here. So the house is out in Camry. We just, we just loved the house when we got it. And when it's about 3000 square feet and a two story home and we, we liked it well a lot. We loved it, but there was this, um, couple things that we wanted changed. And we knew we were going to stay in the house for a while. So we decided, hey, well, you know what? We're going to make this a little bit nicer. We're going to make this a, a little bit more what we want. So we thought, well, we're going to redo the kitchen. There was a trash compactor that was the bane of my existence. It just was, it was so, yeah, because it was outside. Yeah, that's yeah. an official term. It was outside the cabinet. Uh, so it just kind of sat on its own. It, it wasn't level with the rest of the countertop. It was nice, but it kind of stuck out a little bit. And so we wanted to get rid of it. And so we were just going to make a cabinet so it was the trash can with, was within the cabinet. That was it. And then we started talking and, well, you know, we, we should redo the, the bathroom upstairs too. And, uh, you know, maybe a few things in the kitchen. And then, you know, we thought about that. And we're really kind of ignorant about uh, the house. We don't know how to do this stuff. This is, you know, that's not my job. And so uh, we had you guys over for dinner. It was a lovely evening. I think chicken parmesan, I think, was what we had that night. It was memorable. And yes. uh, and so <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so and we just realized, you know, let's ask let's ask Dean and Christina. This is what they do. And so we said, OK, well, Dean, well here's what we're thinking about doing. We want to uh, redo the kitchen and we wanted to redo uh, the master bathroom. We said, you know, we, we kind of gave him some details what we were thinking. And uh, and then Dean said, OK. And then he, he did something, folks, that was, was, was frightening for me, but I didn't realize how amazingly beneficial it was. And that is, he said, okay, I'm going to walk around the house for a little bit. And then Dean proceeded to walk around the house for a half an hour, and he went outside 
And it scared me that he went outside. Why is he going outside? <laughs> yeah. It's just a problem with the trash compactor. <laughs> it was, it was, and I, I, I just, I, would, I looked at Catherine. I said, why is he going outside? Why is he standing in our courtyard? I, I would, we, were, we were talking about the kitchen. And, uh, and then you came back and said, okay, as a designer, here's what I think will make your house better. And I just want to tell you these things. And if you like them, great. If you don't like them, great. This is your house. You get to decide what you want to do with it. And then you, you spent probably about an hour just talking about the vision you think our house could be. And my jaw was kind of like dropped a little bit like, wow, I, I didn't even see that before. I didn't realize that. And, and part of that is we're house blind. We can't, we can't, uh, see what is not flowing in our house correctly. We can't see what's sticking out because we're not designers and we're there all the time. Right. So mentally it's all gone into the subconscious. All right. I'm going to get Catherine's take on this as well. We have to do that when we come back. We, you've already dropped the bomb. You've already revealed to people your fundamental error. And that is when you invite a vampire into your home, <laughs> you then are powerless to resist whatever he's going to do to you. So uh, that happened. And uh, the rest is history. We'll talk about that when we return. I'm so glad you all have joined us this morning. So much more to come. You're listening to Home with Dean Sharp, the house whisper. It's not what you look like when you're doing what you're doing. It's what you're doing when you're doing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What you look like you're doing. Express yourself. KFI, Dean Sharp, the house whisperer, beckoning you back into that space between the world as it is and the world as it should be. That's when we're working on your home, all right? You are listening to Home, where every week we help you better understand that place where you live. Hey, uh, we are talking about remodels gone right this morning, but we're also going to be uh, having a chat, you and I. Uh, hopefully, uh, over the phone. So uh, give me a call. We can talk about anything you want to discuss regarding your home, DIY, construction stuff, design stuff. I'm here. I'm ready to talk to you. The number to reach me at 833-2-ASK-DEAN. 833-2-ASK-DEAN. The phone lines are open. Jump into the queue and let's talk. All right. Remodel's gone right uh, today with my special in-studio guests, David and Catherine Massey. We, uh, last segment, we're just talking about how your remodel sort of got started. You wanted to do some things. You didn't know exactly what, the kitchen, a bathroom upstairs, those kinds of things. We came on over. We had some dinner. I walked around your house. I went outside. You wondered why I was going outside. Then I came back in, and then we talked for an hour about a new plan for your home. <clears throat> and in doing that, uh, and by the way, the reason I went outside is for anyone who listens to the show should be uh, self-evident. And that is that 
There is no such thing as remodeling a single room, even when we're only remodeling a single room. Uh, everything in a home is sitting in a context. And so the context of your entire home starts at the curb, in the street, looking at the house. And what I do is I just go outside and, and kind of erase all previous story experiences and just walk my way into your house and ask the question, what am I experiencing as I do that, as I wander my way into the area that you actually want to uh, affect. And uh, that way I better understand its context. And what I discovered with you guys <clears throat> was that the kitchen, you know, you had a lovely kitchen. It was, it was a good kitchen, right? It just, but uh, the kitchen for all of the money you were about to spend and energy remodeling the kitchen, the kitchen wasn't going to solve a bigger problem that was happening on the first floor, which was we had basically two living rooms, neither one of which was 100% getting your needs done. One was primarily being ignored uh, in large part, which is the main living room being ignored. That happens so often in tract homes. I can't even begin to tell you how often that happens. And the dining room, the formal dining room area, uh, was all, was kind of uh, stuck over there with the living room, and the family pretty much spent all of its time uh, meals. Even when we come over, we sit down and have dinner at this little table just off the kitchen. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. You guys are making do with what you had. But the reason why the living room and the dining room were being ignored is that there was a there was a big old wall separating these two spaces. And the thought had crossed my mind, what if that wall wasn't there? What if we could open up the interior plan and that resonated with you? It was a big, unexpected suggestion that I made. I mean, a big one. Way more than removing a trash compactor. But uh, I, I like to say this, that when it comes to working with a designer, and this is why you do work with a designer, so they can see things that you don't see. Um, it's not the scope. It's not the size of the scope of what's being suggested that is going to uh, make it right or wrong. It's whether that suggestion resonates with your story. And that's why I think as strange as it was that night, and Kat, I want to get your input on this. As strange as it was for you that night to have me look away from the kitchen and suggest something in addition to it, um, you kind of just, you're like, yeah, uh, it resonated with you. Tell me about that. Sign me up is what I wanted. As soon as you mentioned taking down that wall that literally cut our downstairs in half, I saw it. I saw through that wall into the area that we do use, and I was very excited. I wanted more. And then when you and Tina presented us the CAD drawings of the downstairs, I saw it and I was so excited and could not wait to be in the house where David and I love to entertain. That is our story. That's our way of giving love to other people is to invite them into our home. And to see that vision just in those drawings and then, of course, now what it looks like, which looks exactly like the drawings, by the way, and it's it's incredible and to work with you and Tina and then of course our contractor Jason um I, it's been the best experience 
I honestly have had no stress in this entire experience. And I credit that to just trusting who you work with. And we are blessed to have been working with our team. It has been a good team. And we did some things right up front to intentionally prepare you guys for what was going to be the stress of the ongoing process. When we come back to this, I want to have a discussion about what those preparations were, what you guys did in order to prepare yourself for the months of remodeling that was going to happen. That's a disruptive period, especially during COVID. It's a disruptive thing. Uh, let's talk about that when we return to the conversation. When we come back, though, as promised, uh, I want to talk to you. We're going to go to the phones. So you are home with Dean Sharp, the House Whisper. Up next, your calls. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to Home with Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer. And now Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer. Hi, I'm Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer. And look at that. I introduced myself. And I'm having a sip of coffee. All right, y'all. We are talking about remodels gone right this morning. I've got some very special guests in studio with me. David and Catherine Massey, who are uh, just right kind of... Finishing one major phase, but still in the middle of uh, the remodeling process on their home, but have finished out the largest phase. We're going to get back and talk with David and Catherine in just a few. But as promised, it's time to talk to you and go to the phone. So let's do it. Laura, welcome home. Hello, Dean. My question for you today is my husband and I would like to add a master bath off the back of our house. And my husband used to take classes in architecture, so he drew up some plans. My question is, um, do we really need an architect, or can we just go directly to an engineer draft person to draw up the plans to submit for permit? And then also, if you can give us an estimated cost. Oh, an estimated cost for a drafts person or, or an architect? Both. Okay. All right. So let me kind of uh, uh, frame the situation for you. Uh, Legally, uh, in California, uh, no, you do not need an architect. Uh, California has a very strong owner-builder law, uh, meaning that if you own the property and if you reside in the property uh, as your primary source of uh, habitation, you could do everything yourself. Your husband can do the drawings uh, himself. As long as you are drawing uh, drawings as the city requires them in the format that they require them, you could, in theory, do all the drawings yourself. So, no, an architect is not needed. Designers like myself, custom home designers, uh, we uh, have the freedom in most of the states to uh, design uh, and draw houses from the ground up uh, f- uh, as long as they are single st- uh, single-family residences of uh, two or three stories of one-story subterranean. But the point is this. You could draw your own house if you wanted to. Uh, you don't have to hire an architect. Uh, you don't even have to hire a designer. A draftsman, a draftsperson, would simply be, in that situation, don't mistake them as a, for a designer. 
they would be just executing the form and structure of the plan as required by the city for submittal for permitting. You will also need, if there is any structural changes happening, you'll need an engineer to take the architectural drawings. I say the architectural drawings, that means there's two sets of drawings in every plan. There's architectural and structural. You would take the architectural drawings, hand it to the engineer, and the engineer would do a couple of pages themselves uh, in regards to whatever structural changes. All of that, we call it the A pages and the S pages, that all goes to the city in addition to some other Title 24 requirements and stuff like that. So the, the moral of the story is he could do it himself uh, or you can hire a draftsperson to do it. The reason you hire an architect or a designer is not so much the technical drawing aspect because these days, you know, with a nice 3D program, anybody can pump out those kinds of plans, honestly. Uh, the reason to hire an architect and a designer is because design matters most to make sure that you guys are seeing this design in all of its creative potential and you've maxed that out before you just dive into the project. So that's the point. Now, when it comes to cost, what's a designer or an architect going to cost you? It really has everything to do with the scope of the work. Uh, on smaller jobs, it literally is going to be an estimation of the amount of time put in, and there's no set percentage. The larger a job gets, I'll tell you right now, like on a on a whole house remodel or a whole house build, uh, you could expect your design and architectural fees to range anywhere from, what, Tina, right now about between 5 and 10% of cost of construction, mm -hmm. the cost of construction estimate. That is shooting from the hip, though. That is not a hard and fast rule, okay? Sometimes it could be much less. Sometimes it's more. It all depends on the complexity of what's going on. So there you go, Laura. Uh, just please... Whoever draws it, make sure that the creativity is in place uh, before you go any further. Because like I say all the time on this show, it is not the success of your project is not impinging upon uh, the quality of the materials, the size of the budget, even the craftsmanship of a really good builder. If the design is not exactly what it should be, then all you're going to end up with in the end is a uh, expensive really well built with really good materials, uh, poorly designed project. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's like, a, eh, well, we spent a lot of money and yeah, it's okay. And that's what I don't want. The last thing in the world that I want your project to be when you've spent all of this time and energy pouring into it is for, uh, for folks to walk in and think, oh, it's okay. What a letdown that should be. We got a job draws uh, drop, 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 drop jaws. People need to walk in and you need to walk in every day and just say, oh yeah, this is it. Okay. That's our goal. All right. Uh, Hey, when we come back, let's take a couple more calls. Shall we? We shall. You're home with Dean Sharp, the house whisper. <laughs>
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, tell me what you want. Sharp, the house whisperer. Welcome home. Hey, we're talking about remodels gone right today, but right now we're taking calls. So let's do it. Paul, welcome home. Dean, how you doing? Um, I'm a uh, builder myself. I've been doing it for about 20, 25 years. And uh, I'm more of a builder than a designer. And when I go and, you know, see clients, I try to give them a uh, you know, because they ask me, well, what, what would you suggest doing here? Like, if it's going to be a remodel of a kitchen or bathroom, they normally ask me, what would you do here? So I give them the best advice I think I can give them. And I've been discouraged before because they'll say, no, no, we don't really don't like that. I think we want something else. So it kind of makes me feel like I'm a bad designer. So that's why I'm a, more of a Aww. builder than a designer. Um, okay. And I've heard you say, uh, you know, the, the building or, or the remodel has to go with the story of the client's home. And when your client right now said uh, that you spent about half hour looking around the house and you went outside, um, my question is, what are you looking for? What, what is it that you're looking for that makes you give them a good advice that'll go with the story because obviously you don't know their story, but you're looking for something to give them a better advice. And I, I want that. I want to give my customers something that they'll say, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I wanted. So that's the question. What are you looking for? Is it any specific things that you look for? All right, buddy. Hey, uh, thank you for the question. That's a huge question. You're basically asking me to define my entire career in a uh, in a two minute answer. Um, so, all right, let me let me just say this. <clears throat> How do we come better? Uh, I'll answer it this way. How does anybody become a better designer? Okay. So, just some quick tips. By the way, um, it's great that you try to do that and help your clients in that way. Uh, the first thing I would give you advice as a builder myself, the one of one of the things that I would do is advise you uh, have a stronger opinion about design in the sense that ask your clients, do you guys have a designer yet? And I say, do you have a designer yet? Because one of the things that we're doing, one of the crusades, one of the reasons I'm on the radio with you guys every weekend is to push out into the ethos of uh, suburban uh, life the idea that has been missing for so long, which is that design matters most, that designers are an important, a critical element. I'm not just feathering my own bed so I can get more work. Believe me, uh, that's not the issue. The issue is what's missing, what has been missing from, uh, uh, from middle-class home architecture for decades is 
a really good design element. And a lot of homeowners just assume, oh, let's skip over. I'm just going to ask my builder for advice and I'm going to figure it out myself. And builders, and I appreciate you saying this, Paul, builders are not designers. It's a completely different field. So anyway, with that as a given, how does anybody become a better designer? Wow. Um, what am I looking for? Well, first of all, don't miss the context of uh, what the Masseys said here is, uh, is first of all, I did know what they were looking for because I went walking around the house after we had spent an entire evening together having dinner. So what makes up somebody a better designer? Uh, you become a better listener. You listen deep. Okay. And when I say listen deep, I listen past, you know, I assume I'm being brought on as a designer because the people I'm talking to don't see exactly, uh, the uh, the artful side of things that I might see. So I listen past the request of, oh, we need to change our kitchen to why? Why do you guys need to change your kitchen? What about your life is pushing you to change the kitchen? So by the time I take the walk, uh, I've got a pretty good idea of how my clients live their life. We don't spend a lot of time upfront talking about uh, what the specific needs of the remodel is, because that, in my opinion, is the tail wagging the dog. I want to hear about my client's life. How do you guys live in this space? What do you experience in this space? What is an what does a weekday evening look like when you come home? What does a weekend look like when you're hanging out? Do you use this room? Do you, you know, what do you guys do to relax? I want to hear about all of those things, not the specifics of, well, we think the sink should get off of the island and move over here. That may or may not be true. Okay. So the first thing I do is I listen better. And the second thing I do is I clear the boards then and I walk through the house and I have the boldness to form my own opinion about what I think needs to be uh, done in the house. And I think maybe that's the thing where most people who aren't used to designing fall short is we get into details with clients too fast. We get into the minutia too fast. We don't listen deep enough about whole life as a perspective. And we don't take into account our own opinions about what we think the problem is. And I got to be honest with you, 50% of the time I may end up disagreeing with my client or potential client, uh, as to what the real problem is for the house. Now, in case of the Masseys, uh, I didn't disagree with them. The kitchen could certainly have used a, you know, a better look and a better flow and a better function and all of that. And yet the part that, uh, and it wasn't so much a disagreement, but the part that they didn't see was there was another issue adjacent to the kitchen that was really shutting down the whole thing. So I walk through, I form my own opinions. I freely give my own opinions with the caveat that, uh, they often get rejected, uh, and that's okay. But at least I've gotten them out there so that they're on the table, and then the client can do whatever they want with them. Um, and then, uh, and then, proper design principles start getting applied. So I look at the context of the house. I am constantly, as I do that walk, zooming in and zooming out, looking at details, looking at the big picture, looking at the micro, looking at the macro, because every fix that you uh, enact on a house cannot be limited to just that little area. You cannot properly fix a zone, one zone in the house, if it damages the zone next to it, if it brings the other one down. The right solution is what lifts all the boats in the harbor, right? It lifts everything up and makes everything better. That's the best I can do in a couple of minutes, Paul. I appreciate that question. Um, 
but I would uh, hone those skills yourself as a builder. And also, please encourage your clients. Hey, you know what? Uh, you could really use uh, or benefit from a, a more creative eye taking a look at this before you pull the trigger on this project. Buddy, excellent question. Thanks so much. When we come back, more from the Masseys about uh, what the keys were to getting ready for their project to start. I'm so glad you joined me this morning. You're home with Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer on KFI. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.